we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for February 22nd, 2021. And the next, we're going to switch gears here now and actually start regarding more of the current events. This video is entitled, Joe Biden's Dark Winter is Here, U.S. Now Under Agenda 30 Electrical Lockdowns. And I mean, there's just so many things that are constantly breaking now. And this is why it's so hard for me to try to even put it together on a weekly basis now. Because I, I, I can remember going back five years ago even and just the level of information that's breaking constantly is so much greater now than any time I have ever been in ministry. It doesn't even remotely compare. These are these are other headlines just break. General who led Katrina gun confiscations declares war on American populace. Then Department of Energy documents confirm Green New Deal triggered Texas power outage. Then Pelosi appointed general says police are the enemy. I mean they are coming after us both barrels guns a-blazing like never before on steroids and um again this is joe biden's dark winners here so i'm gonna go ahead and uh run this is this is jones i'm not you know necessarily endorsing jones like i said i gleaned from him just like i gleaned from adam green in the last video here i've, I've put out many warnings on jones and i have over a 50 page document uh documenting some of his most egregious things that he's done so um Let's just go further with this. ...to scare you. I play air raid sirens because you're under attack and you need to know what's going on. You need to understand this is a war. Thank you so much for joining us. I have a skeleton crew and we have limited power back on in the studios. This here. was about four days ago when they were really in, I, I think, more coming, just maybe starting to come out of the, the uh, blackout in Texas or maybe not quite but getting close and a lot of listeners will say to me well you're mr prepared now i'm not saying there's not other places they're still suffering right now i'm just saying it it appears that was about the time period why aren't you prepared want to eat some of that squirrel food uh, when i've told mm -hmm. people that we should all take our vitamins and be in shape i'm pointing three fingers back at myself and one finger at you but i'm obviously saying what i think the best thing to do is uh, the city of austin was here two years ago and wouldn't give us the permits uh, for a full powered generator system that we wanted to put in here and you could i guess move locations we don't have the money to do that so we're just like the average folks and i don't have power most of my family doesn't have power uh and so i've been going around dealing with frozen pipes and things like that and i'm i'm not complaining i just saw some of the comments on bandai video and, and, and really what i'm doing here at the start of the broadcast is just doing a little bit of bitching uh because the information is so heavy the information is so insanely intense that i'm going to be covering here today uh as i broadcast to you from a building that's 99 percent dark except for the studio and we've got three generators running just to keep this going 24 hours a day i bring you this information because uh, this is the end of the republic the end of the country the end of the world as you know it this is the global extermination plan and now they're so far into it, I'm able to track the, the type it is. I knew they had different models to first launch test attacks and then prepare. And then a few years later, launch bigger attacks, each time killing more of us. But uh, I, they've decided to go ahead and just accelerate all the way now. And I would say by a year from now, they'll release a bioweapon that probably kills 4 million people. 
So they may even have Biden stand down and receive a first strike to our military bases from China. Um, and, and I'm just telling you what I really think. OK, so this is the ultimate black pill broadcast today. And I just want you to understand what we're facing now. I already knew this. And I said this on Monday. I came up here and shot a special report on uh, my little globalist tracker slave made iPhone. And the skeleton crew got it uploaded to our servers and systems that aren't in Texas in the blackouts was able to get out. And I said, watch this. Now, I hate to say this, but <clears throat> Jones, I have to stop here real quick. Jones has been um, just hawking this this garbage long term storable food more than ever. Now says, yeah, we, we broke it open and we started eating it during this blackout. And it's all it's if you go up and listen to any of the broadcasts, it's all they're they're trying to position themselves to convince you and con you into thinking that this is high quality um food that you know everybody loves to eat and what he's done now because he's so transparent i'm up on his website right now and um <clears throat> looking at all the different things that comes in a particular meal pack cream, creamy stroganoff well before you could click on the pictures and actually get the ingredient list now it says sorry 404 page not found on every single item, you cannot find out now what the ingredient lists are on this same garbage. And what he did is he kind of, he he relabeled it, since I, and I'm not saying it was my teaching, but he relabeled it since I did my teaching. Now it's called InfoWars Life Select. It's still the same garbage food, but it's, and it's still from my Patriot Supply. And it even says it here that it is, but he's relabeled it and he's trying to rebrand it and, and make sure that as much people are, are buying this garbage food that has 33% one-star ratings on Amazon, which is almost unheard of. Now, I did a whole teaching where I covered this. Anyway, what I did just now is I went back and I found that teaching that I did because, listen, they're, they're hawking this stuff now more than ever with the grocery stores, the food prices that are going to be what they are with with what happened just now in texas and i don't want people to lose light of the fact that if you buy this stuff it's like you're buying gmo laden food with tons of horrible chemicals in them that have made a lot of people sick that when you get into an emergency situation you finally have to break this stuff open this may be something that is going to actually sicken you and i don't want that to happen i have no I have no dog in this fight because it's not like I'm selling storable food. I'm just doing unto others as I would want done unto myself. Now, my teaching, I covered two things. And this was from um, August 26, 2020. It's my part four, emergency freedom alerts. And it was storable food fraud taking place nationwide as pr promoters falsely claim non-GMO status for GMO-derived foods. Warning. The big boy, and I don't even think... Jones is doing that now. I don't see anything about non-GMO, unless I just missed it just now on on like the labels. Um, let me just look back real quick here. But this is this is called keeping people honest. This is called integrity. This is called what we should all have. He claims to be a Christian, okay, but yet he's selling this garbage that makes people sick. That has horrible reviews on amazon and he's relabeled it so now you think it's a different line and then he's went so far as when you click on the pictures for creamy alfredo pasta i'm literally on a site right now it, it comes up as a 404 page error on every single one you know why he doesn't want you to know what's in this 
and he's rebranded it hoping that you won't do your research and find out how bad this garbage is because you're so desperate because of all the things that are going on that you'll just go ahead and order it. And then he compares it to like other food companies and his is like the cheapest compared to, um, I don't know, Wise Food Stores, Ready Store, Legacy. Now, Legacy Food Storage is actually one of the ones that you might want to look at. I'm on their, their site right now and it was one of the ones I had saved in my my tab I have on health stuff and they there they guarantee um freeze-dried ready meals larger serving sizes lowest food cost per pound well I don't know if it's going to beat the other but you know you get what you pay for 25 year shelf life non-gmo gluten-free options made in the USA free shipping on all orders uh, this one appears to be I'm not saying it's perfect I haven't looked at all the ingredient lists on everything here but it looks to be a cut above this garbage <laughs> at least jones is selling now again i i haven't like looked in depth at all of these things here in their foods it says all meals are are in the buckets are non-gmo no cholesterol trans fat or msg and are high in fiber um i'm just trying to kind of non-gmo high in fiber low fat low sodium nitrogen flush pouches no high fructose corn syrup, no MSG, no trans fats, oxygen oxygen absorbers, uses sea salt, vegan friendly. Well, I can tell you right now, it's be, it's better than what, <laughs> what's his name sell. Now, you need to do your due diligence. I, I only have so much time in the day to, to prick these out. But then there's another one. So that's legacy food storage. And then the other one that I had had in my tab, and I'll typically only put something in my, my save tabs if... I've you know done some type of research on there and it's something I either want to revisit or they're high quality. And the other one's Numana, which um, it says that they're current now and they've actually got an organic line. So um, they've actually got an organic, now you're gonna pay, <laughs> you're gonna pay. Um, they've got organic milk powder even. I mean, they've got a lot of stuff here that's, that's, I think this is probably the highest that I'm aware of, okay? Numana, which is spelled N-U-M as in Mike, A-N-N-A, okay? Like manna from heaven, it's Numana. N-U though, not N-E-W. N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com, okay? Again, I'm not, I could, I could go and do the, the whole, um, uh, be an affiliate to all these. I just, I don't know. There was a time in my ministry I th really thought about doing that, and then I'm like, ah, uh, uh, I just, I have not been led in that direction. You know, I'm grateful for for the donations that have come in and for the prayers that have come in, and the, you know, the Lord's taking care of us. I can't complain. You know, um, I, I haven't. I mean, it's never been my goal to get rich from and it was never that was never my goal but i just never got led in that direction but i want to give you so what i'm telling you is totally unbiased i guess is the point i'm trying to make i'm not making any money or have any hidden agenda telling you this i'm doing unto you as i would want done unto myself and i would not buy this garbage and that's why it's so hard for me to play clips from him because there's so many red flags about him but when it comes to certain things when you've got a a, a team of people that are able to actually go after these current events and stay on top of them and, and a lot of times just put out the most cutting edge stuff on certain things even though there's certain subjects he will not touch um i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and glean from that 
So I, I kind of wanted you to understand where it's coming from there. Anyway, uh, I put that section into the PDF for this teaching. I got a section and it's entitled Scott Johnson's Teaching Strobel Food Fraud and from there, it's, it's a big section. So if you want to revisit that, you can either key in my Patriot Supply at contendingfortruth.com, you'll find it. Actually, I have a lot of newsletters where I think that's been mentioned as well because a lot came up when I did that. Or you can just come to the PDF and click on this stuff and, and it's right here for you. So, all right. So I'm going to go ahead and play the rest of this video here. My couch going to last weeks. It'll, it, it's all a psychological test. And now they've come out and announced it's going to last weeks. That was just announced one hour ago. It's going to last four weeks. So there is the headline. Biden's dark winter is here. U.S. now under Agenda 2030 electrical lockdown. And Bill Gates says that's good to have blackouts get used to it uh, in North Korea, in Romania, under Ceausescu and other dictatorships. They do this on purpose. Uh, I, I, I helped write the excellent analysis that uh, Greg Reese put out last night, uh, last week. About, and I'm not taking credit. I'm, he, he wrote about 90 percent of it. Uh, but there's the part in there about next they're going to turn your power off and give you rolling blackouts. And I predicted that would be imminent. And, of course, it's now imminent, and now it's here. Because I also noticed everything Q said was the enemy bragging. It was the enemy, the mouth of Sauron. And and so Q said when the you when know, the lights go Chinese out, that's when the roundups begin. About and, 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 indeed, they are starting to SWAT team and kill and round people up during China the blackouts, but it's us that's getting rounded up, not them. The uh, so also, that's the when sick, they haven't been unified sick irony so of, uh, of President Q. To vastly overstated. The central yep. principle. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. This is a is hellish situation. A united, tightly Absolutely China. nightmarish situation. And I have not even begun to give you the intel. When we come back, Biden openly last night on the Communist News Network said that Xi Jinping is good and that the takeover of Hong Kong is good and that the death camps are good. Mm -hmm. You're like, this is incredible. Yes, I'm going to play the video next segment. Yeah. This is the externalization of the completely satanic method. And they got, I mean. Uh, basically about the death camps, he just, he said something in effect that it's just a cultural difference in China. And, you know, uh, we wouldn't understand it because, you know, our, our cultures are different. And, you know, something to that effect. Beta's over, baby. <laughs> when he says beta's over, he means the beta testing that they've been doing for decades, probing and probing and probing our defenses. It's over. This is full-blown, in-your-face tyranny, and they're, they're out in the open. They're not trying to hide it anymore. And I agree. Beta is over. So America has fallen. America is gone. America is dead. And only admitting that gives us any chance to turn it around. We are now completely overrun. The FBI is completely paid off, and hell on earth is now being released. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Wednesday, February 17th. The year is 2021, and we're going to be here live for the next four hours, Lord willing. Very thankful to the crew. Uh, some of them working uh, around the clock, those who are able to get out of their homes, those that didn't live in the hills. Uh, many people are completely locked in their homes because of uh, a half-foot-thick sheet of black ice after this giant blue norther uh, pounded the state and much of the rest of the country and more is on its way. Again, thank you for joining us. I am Alex Jones, your host. Uh, let me just do the best job I can right now and just read you these headlines. 
Joe Biden officially endorses communist China and the invasion of Hong Kong. He officially endorses the Uyghurs in death camps working in slave factories for Apple. So that is official. We have the that's the the it's like the most lukewarm sect of Muslims are the Uyghurs. Okay, that's who he's in reference to there. Before you, uh, this would be like Franklin Delano Roosevelt in in 1943 saying Hitler's a good person. This is just over-the-top, super whopper, um, and it's on purpose. So they were wondering where Joe Biden was going to behave because they uh, own him and have him by the short hairs. Uh, you now know, totally controlled by Chinese intelligence. So is most of the Senate, not just the Democrats, but also Mitch McConnell. Just, just it, It's just unbelievable. Uh, so we have that. We also have an extremely chilling statement from Bill Gates and one from Saki, the White House press secretary, saying, oh, we hope someday the lockdowns and the mask end. So so now it's we hope someday. And they're now saying seven years, 10 years, 20 years. It's completely over. Contact tracers coming to your house soon. Already coming to people's houses across Europe, Australia. And there actually is contact tracers now actually showing up with armed police at people's doors for their Facebook post about yep. not wearing masks. Uh, in Florida. Yep. Uh, and places like I'm going to report on that if I can get to it. County, they are now sending police in the middle of the night yep. without warrants to your house to tell you that you better not organize a no mask protest. See, the contact tracers are the political enforcers. Remember Obama said we need a group just as big and just as strong uh, as our military. Remember that? We need a domestic security force just as big and just as strong as our military, and it's called the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the Clinton Global Initiative. They've divided it up, and the UN, three groups, all have their own accredited training now for millions of the new enforcers that have the power to disappear you to a secret facility and of course i told you they would use a deadly virus as the cover for this 20 years ago and it was even the plot 15 16 years ago to v for vendetta so they're throwing it in your faces so we have that and we have mark zuckerberg in a leaked video saying that he doesn't trust the vaccine because it mutates the DNA of the body, which is what it does. It does cause mutations, which you might know is another name. It's called cancer. It's not very much fun to get her to die. But why would he tell his insider executive class, well, they all get the warning. I mean, you, you, <laughs> you don't think they actually take the vaccine, do you? Certainly not. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm, and I'm going to explain something when we come back in the next segment. It's the most important thing ever. Okay, and, and it's, it's, it's this. Everything with them is actually a truthful statement, except it's inverted. So when Bill Gates says we're fighting the equivalent of World War II, you have that clip coming up, we're fighting the equivalent of World War II, and the virus is World War II, and climate change is, is like World War II. When he says we're fighting the virus, you're the virus. They call human overpopulation and free speech and everything, and Christians and, and white males, the virus. So they say it's like a world war, and suddenly he's on every channel constantly. Joe Biden isn't seen but about once a week. They say Joe Biden won't meet with a world leader for two months, mm -hmm. and they're teaching us that Bill Gates does the talking along with Kamala Harris.
And now there it's in the news that Bill Gates talks to world leaders now for Joe Biden. And he talks for the uh, president of uh, France. He speaks for him and he speaks for the prime minister of England. Remember a month ago, the prime minister said we have the rotating G8 uh, seat in 2021, and that Bill Gates will run that for him, and that Bill Gates is really the head of the G8. Boris Johnson, Bill Gates is really the head of the G8. And they're getting used to technocracy where Bloomberg's and Gates's of the world, they are your leader. And then presidents and prime ministers step back, and the Jeff Bezos's uh, and the uh, Bill Gates's actually rule over all of us and tell us about our medical future and tell us about the economy and tell us about um, our energy use. In fact, here's an article. Here's an article from a couple years ago. And it says, backed by Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos, breakthrough energy ventures place bets on power outages. Power yep. outages. They put bets on it. They place their bets on there being big power problems. And so now they're going to have ways to, quote, store it. And then, look, Texas wholesale electric prices spiked more than 10,000% amid outages. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're going to do a separate section on that. Here's the big news. They planned this power outage. They did it on purpose. And I even have articles where they have admitted this in the past. Remember Enron? I'm going to break all that down. So each one of these big topics, Bill Gates coming out and saying, you're not going to have meat anymore and world government's here and I'm in control of your life. And Mark Zuckerberg video saying, oh yeah, you know, I don't trust this vaccine. It's not really a vaccine. It changes the RNA and the DNA. And then we've got the, you know, the, the big one uh, is Biden just saying Xi Jinping is doing a wonderful job. Now, what Enron did was create the rolling blackouts to create the artificial scarcity perception where they would overcharge billions a day sometimes to people on the West Coast with pleasure. They had fake computer models and fake computer reporting to the state, and it was all fraud. The state knew it was. And see, they just burned Enron and Ken Lay back then because there was still a little bit of an FBI, a little bit of the court system. And just, just you know, well, you can't. Plus, Enron was kind of its own company. So, oh, no, no, that doesn't just belong to you. We're going to take that technology of total energy fraud and roll that because it was Enron came up with the carbon tax in 1987. I mean, you knew that, right? Ken Lay uh, hatched all this. And then we all heard he committed suicide on house arrest and then word is he's down in Paraguay. So that's that's how all this works, ladies and gentlemen. See, I study how these boys operate, how they do it. And Schwarzenegger got together with Enron and cooked all that up and then recalled the Democrat governor, remember? Who I wasn't for either, but then they made it even worse. And then old Schwarzy ripped everybody off and continued the scam going. And that's how it operates. And, of course, folks are worried that China is taking control of the U.S. electric grid. But big deal. I mean, they're good folks. It's their cultural norm to have three million Muslims in death camps, a million Christians, and a million Buddhists. I mean, there's at least five million people in death camps. Death camps. And they one camp estimate kill about 5,000 a day. And, and we've showed you the footage of the mass executions. Uh, the stations complain about it. Uh, I understand it. Mass executions aren't fun. 
Uh, but, uh, you know, when, when, when George Floyd was killed, everybody showed it so we could burn the country down Absolutely. over what one cop did wrong. So, and, and, and that was a total sham scam thing from the beginning. You know, as we went over George Floyd, the uh, career drug addict, uh, woman-beating, career criminal porn star that, you know, that's, anyway, just you can key in his name. I've done tons of teachings on that. It's okay to show that snuff film, right? You just don't want to show those death camps in China. No. Those mass executions. Or all the babies being aborted in America. Walking up and just machine gunning people or hanging them. No, you're not supposed to. Oh, come on. Have some decency, Jones. Let's not show that. So only having a full total awakening that you're under attack gets us out of this. Well, God, God's, God's our only hope. But again, Jones is typically very, very man-centered in his approach. But I understand. I do think we need to be proactive about a lot of these things. But uh, anyway, <clears throat> going further here, along these lines, exclusive Biden's insane executive order on climate change gave China access to the U.S. grid. Suddenly there's an energy crisis now in Texas. I wonder if there's any relationship. On Joe Biden's first day in office, he signed an executive order that led to Texans literally freezing to death in this past week. Biden claimed his actions were to protect the climate, but they helped China and made America less secure. On his first day in office, Joe Biden signed a number of executive orders. This was made possible by the Department of Justice uh, bar, which bar enabled Biden to be able to sign the executive order on climate change in his first day of office. The executive order on protecting public health and the environment and restoring science to tackle the climate crisis said in its first paragraph of section one that where the federal government has failed to meet this commitment in the past it must advance environmental justice well we know that's pure evil i'm sure for mother gaia in carrying out this charge the federal government must be guided by the best science and everything they're saying is the exact opposite of what they really mean and be protected by processes that ensure integrity of federal decision making it is therefore the policy of my administration to listen to the science uh which is you know the same science that's putting us in lockdowns and having everybody wear masks and take your your vaccine and convince us that you know carbon is bad and carbon dioxide is bad even though that causes a massive greening of the planet when it's prevalent but you know anyway um it's what trees breathe essentially it's what trees you know have to kind of have in order to live uh, and plants so it is therefore the uh public policy of this administration to listen to science to improve public health and to protect our environment to ensure access to clean air and water all of this is the exact opposite of what they're saying every single bit of it it's all double speak lies to limit exposure to dangerous chemicals and pesticides all that's going to be increasing by you know the boatload and, and it is every single thing they're saying is a lie it's the exact opposite just like what jones was saying to hold polluters accountable including those who disproportionately harm communities of color what and low-income communities to reduce greenhouse gas emissions well that's why we, we've all got to go to electric vehicles by 2030 according to them to bolster resilience on the impacts of climate change which is total life in the pit of hell to restore and expand our national treasures and monuments oh yeah like they really care about doing that and to prioritize both environmental justice and the creation of well-paying union jobs necessary to deliver on these goals everything you just heard was a total stinking lie straight from the pit of hell okay of course this is a total sham best science with a question mark the integrity of federal federal decision making with a question mark communities of color 
in climate change executive orders? What? Environmental justice? Union jobs? Um, what, what is this? Few voted for this garbage, and Democrats stole the election to push this through. Hidden toward the bottom of the executive order is a clause about China. It turns out that the same day Biden shut down the Keystone Pipeline, which now is why you're, you're seeing gas prices skyrocket, at least partly. I understand what's going on in Texas is also a part of that, but the Keystone Pipeline will be another gigantic part of that. He also lifted the security on our power grid for 90 days when he signed that executive order. Okay. Executive Order 13920 of May 1st, 2020, securing the United States bulk power system, is hereby suspended for 90 days. So they're going to suspend securing the United States bulk power system? Yeah. Yeah, for 90 days. So, okay. Um, sounds like a solid move. The Secretary of Energy and the Director of OMB shall jointly consider whether to recommend that a replacement order be issued. Oh, hopefully we'll ne they'll never issue one so the grid will be totally wide open just forever. This is just a small little paragraph tucked away in one of Biden's executive orders the first day he was in office under the umbrella of restoring, quote, restoring science to tackle climate crisis. Of course, science and climate crisis are polar opposites. Looking over the executive order, there appears to be nothing that benefits the United States of America, which begs the question, who wrote and approved this mess? Well, probably China and Satan and the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and, you know, George Soros and them. Okay, let's go further here. Smoking gun document, feds order Texas to stand down ahead of the crisis. This is just a small little clip here. Okay, so again, another real small clip from Jones here. Smoking gun document. Um... I already gave you the title there. Uh, a little bit of language, sorry. I, I, you know, it's just every video. It seems like I play these guys cannot keep their, their, um, their language in check. All right, the United States is being taught to be a third world country. We're being taught to have no borders and a collapsing power grid. It's all by design. It's all public. And I told you uh, in the last few years, and told you in the last week that I've got a lot of sources in the power grid, a lot of people working at power plants. It's all well known that the federal government orders them not to turn up capacity, and they've got to get the government to authorize it. And I told you this on Monday. I told you this on Sunday. I told you this on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday. And I just got hit before the show like a ton of bricks as we launched the Alex Jones show here on this Friday, February 19th, Global Transmission. And it just hit me when I was given a Department of Energy document that's public that no one's going to care. No one cares. I mean, it doesn't matter that it says you're not allowed to produce energy and you've got to keep your power cut off. It doesn't matter you said you can you can buy energy from outside the state so they can Enron scam us and charge us up to 10,000 times the amount. This is smoking gun stuff. And then I've got a bunch of other big, giant smoking guns. But I'm too angry to do the show right now. I am too damn angry to do this broadcast right now. And there's a lot of other stuff going on. So I, I, I'm going to just, and I got to go find my stack of news from yesterday. I got to do a lot of stuff around here. I watched somebody walk out with my stack here. Everybody's like, oh, no, you've got the stack. Well, I'll go get it myself. But 
I'm not even bitching anymore. I just can't do this six, seven days a week. And just with the public like zombies everywhere, just like walking into globalist machine gun fire. And then that weird reanimated corpse, Biden stumbling around up there, just all of it. Just it's just it's a joke because people are unconscious from watching TV and playing on their phones all day. It manipulates all the dopamine receptors mm -hmm. where people think that's the real world right. and the real world they're all ooh, 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 like this. And I just I just don't even want to be around this anymore. Maybe Bill Gates is right. Just kill everybody. But use neutron bombs at least and kill them quick, man. Don't mutate them and torture them and dumb them down. But Bill Gates likes that. Bill Gates, get a deal with the globalists. Well, it's really the demons that, that are behind this. They feed off suffering. They feed off human suffering, agony, and torture. And that's what this vaccine program and the mask program and the testing program really is all about, is, is drawing out death, getting the maximum amount of pain, suffering, torture. Uh, and then not only that, but having humanity comply with it and go along with it and willingly do it. Because I think Satan values that more when you go along with his agendas and, and you, you think that you're, you're righteous in doing so. If they wipe us out with a neutron bomb, nobody's going to be complicit with that. Nobody's going to want that. But it's it's different. The other dynamic that I just mentioned, um, Satan gets much more satisfaction and his demons and devils feed off that all that suffering and all that wickedness and all that evil much more than a society just getting snuffed out with a neutron bomb. Now, I understand God's in control and I'm not saying he would let Satan do that. But if we ultimately comply and go along with the satanic agenda, well, then, and he's given us fair warning. We've all got access to the internet the same way that most of us do, at least, that are listening to me, at least. We have access to the internet. We have, we have access to know the truth, to search the truth out. And if we willingly ignore that, then God will send the strong delusion that you will believe a lie, that you might be all be damned who received not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness, according to what Second Thessalonians does say. And start neutron bombing the public. Just neutron bomb everybody. And I'm talking more about adults here that have that ability. I'm talking about little kids and innocent people like that that have no ability, okay, to to do that. I'm I'm talking more about functioning adults that have that ability to seek out the truth. We don't kill the earth and the humans are gotten rid of. Maybe he's right. Maybe I should go work for Gates and just come up with a neutron bomb plan. Do it, Trump. I know Bertrand Russell it. had one. Come on. Before they called it a neutron bomb. Maybe that's the maybe that's the answer. Gotta start over. You know, God did it, so I guess they're just imitating God. Maybe I should just salute Bill Gates right now on air. Do it. Pledge allegiance to him. Do it. Nobody else cares. At least he actually wants to run something. I, I love how Joe's belittles his, his audience in so many different ways. The the constant browbeating for money about where we're gonna go under any second if you don't buy the storable food and, and get so frustrated in so many subtle ways that he manipulates and browbeats. It's, it's a typical tactic of a narcissist to to manipulate people um, in that particular way. And and he's 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 very, very good at it. Man, I tell you. And he acts like he is the only one on the planet that is literally going down with this sinking ship. And if he, if I heard him say something the other day to the effect of, you know, it, it, maybe if there's a way that you can keep me on on air, I, I can I can right the ship. And but it's it's all about him. It's all about him being the one that is going to save us. And I just thought the the pride that that has to exist in this devil is 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 just beyond anything I can really even comprehend.
I have the giant news, but no one, no one cares. Of course, I'm no, serious. Course I'm not throwing a finger. No, just no one yeah, cares. Yeah, just throw all your listeners under under the bus and and tell them. Can you imagine if I said that to my listeners? None of you care. None of you, and, and just uh, constantly going around whining and complaining how my listeners aren't, you know, doing whatever I'm telling them to do enough. Can you imagine? Maybe I freak out. Maybe I cut a few fingers off with loppers. You people go, and this is really important. This will bring down the globalists. Here, let me cut my pinky off. Oh, now you pay attention. The Department of Energy on record told Texas, you can't produce more power. I have the damn document with a direct link to them. They'll just have Snopes say it isn't real. Hell, we want to be able to pull it up in there probably. I was even mad at myself too, like because I already knew there was a Department of Energy directive not to turn the power up. But instead, I just told you that instead of going and getting the document. One of our producers, Scott, God bless him, did go get the document. But see, I'm even mad at myself. It's like, oh, I just tell you there's there's an agreement and an order and a law which I knew, but the public doesn't listen to that. You have to see the document. Okay, that's about all I can handle him. Um, but I wanted you to understand that there's documents there that. The feds order Texas to stay down ahead of the energy. He's actually got the document. He shows it. You can listen to the rest of the show if you like, but I wanted you to at least be aware of that, okay? Then another report. Out, outages morph into outrage as Texans slap with mind-blowing power bills. I, this is just... This is just almost incomprehensible. The rolling blackouts that plunge up to 15 million Texas in, Texans into darkness amid a historic cold snap are diminishing by the end of the week. Now, that was at the time of this writing. I'm not 100% sure where Texas is at right this second, but about 188,000 customers were without power in the state as of Friday morning. Days after the power prices jumped from $50 per megawatt to more than $9,000 per megawatt. You heard me right. $50 per megawatt to more than $9,000 per megawatt. The horror stories started pouring in for those who had power just this week during the grid chaos as they are mind boggled at how their energy bills have skyrocketed. None of these horrifying power bill stories below should be a shock as we describe to our readers in the piece titled Power Bills to the Moon chaos shock as electrical prices uh, across the u.s explode there's a link to that report they and they predicted this would happen texans who were on a variable or indexed plans with power companies are only now reporting their bills have jumped hundreds of dollars if not thousands of dollars for the month royce pierce told newsweek and there's a link to this report he owes the electric company gritty $8,162.73 for his electrical usage this month. He said that's a massive increase from his usual $387 bill. Yeah, you, you heard that right. Let me just do a little math on that. Okay, so I just did the math on that one power bill alone. This Royce Pierce got, it is 20, over 21 times, not 21%. Not 210%. That's 21 times what he would normally pay. $8,162.73 up from $387 normally he's paying. It's mind-blowing. I honestly didn't believe the, 
the price at first, Pierce said. It's not a great feeling knowing that there's lo a looming bill we just cannot afford. And, you know, they're doing this right in the time where they're trying to destroy all the middle class, all the mom and pop businesses, where there's people, there's so many people that are on like financial skids right now due to all the evictions, people losing their jobs. Now we're being flooded with illegal aliens that are going to take up a lot of the other jobs. And the benefits will, will be given to them and they won't be given to, you know, law abiding Americans. During the midst of all this, they're doing all this on purpose to just keep driving that dagger into the heart of America. And in particular, in, into the middle class. Pierce was one of the lucky ones who maintained power through the entire grid crisis, but it came at a steep cost. Other horror stories of soaring power bills flood local television stations across the Lone Star State. When food and housing insecurities are incredibly high due to the pandemic job loss, Many folks in Texas who are on variable power plans could be financially devastated. Well, man, I tell you, these variable power plans, woo, they sound like they're straight from the pit of hell. WFAA Dallas spoke with one person who said, mine is over $1,000. Not sure how a 700 square foot apartment I've been keeping at 60 degrees could generate that type of bill. Another couple said, using as little as possible, meaning electricity, for a 1,300 square foot house, and this is my bill. How is this fair? I only paid 1,200 for the whole year of 2020, meaning they only paid $100 a month. Well, they screenshotted what it was for this month. Okay, and there's there's a tweet. I give you a link to the tweet that was accompanied by that tweet I just sent. Remember. Um. Their whole, their whole bill for all of 2020, for all the electric they used, was 1200 Meaning, their average bill for this 1,300-square-foot house was 100 bucks a month. Okay, A tweet was accompanied by a screenshot of their bill that now stands at $3,800 for the month. So that's 38 times what it would normally be. That is literally over three times what they would pay for the whole year that would normally in other words if, if all things stayed the same for the next three years they wouldn't even pay that much to pay for three years of electricity because three years if it was hundred dollars a month that'd be 3600 for three years no they they're they got a bill for 3800 just for one month and chances are it was only for that one week where they bump the megawattage from $50 to $9,000 per megawatt. Is, is that what I said? Yeah. Yeah. $50 to $9,000 per megawatt. So if we do the math and we we take 9,000, we divide it by 50, That's it goes into it 180 times. So it's 180 times. That's how much it went up. In like, you know, the, the course of probably, you know, I don't know, a day or two. And it went up to that 9,000 per megawatt usage. I mean, this is so criminal. I, I, it just boggles the mind how, how they could possibly get away with something like this. Like that there's, I don't, do you hear outrage from the the senators and, and, the, and the congressmen? I mean, it should just be the ones in Texas. It should be everywhere. 
absolute total lie. How are people going to possibly pay these bills, especially in the day and times we're, we're living in? And I, I think this is all about getting us on UBI, that universal basic income, where all this will be taken care of, as long as you keep your usage below a certain level. As long as you, you take all the vaccines, you wear the mask, you get the test whenever they tell you to do, you take your government prescribed meds, that'll probably be part of it as well. And you'd be a good little surf slave. That's where we're heading with this. I'm just saying. Um, this guy, Ty Williams, told WFAA that his average electric bill is around $660 per month. Okay, He said it now stands at $17,000 for that month. So can you imagine? You're used to a $660 electric bill. It's pretty high. Okay, but maybe he's got a business or something ah, you know now you get a seventeen thousand dollar bill in the mail no big deal everybody's got 17 grand laying around and pay that bad boy off easy and thank you sir may i have another you know hopefully next month it'll be double that maybe 34 grand i mean why not sky's the limit what are they going to do when these people well i guess they're just going to cut off their electricity and we're we're going to be going to a third world situation here pretty soon at least in certain parts of the country now, Texas is being punished for something that um, we're going to talk about next. And that's a big reason why this happened. Satan had to show them that don't get out of line. I'm in control. And you better, you know, do exactly what you're told going into this new world order. So the guy that got this electric bill, this Ty Williams, he, he wondered how in the world can anybody pay that? This is the guy that got the $17,000 electric bill. There's absolutely no way it makes no sense. And in case you're wondering, oilprice.com ran the numbers on how much it would ca uh, cost to charge a Tesla. Just charge a car, okay? Okay, in Texas earlier this week, while a regular charge costs around $18, which is absolutely ridiculous if you ask me, using a level one or a level two charger at home, estimates show that the surge in power prices would have now, if you charged it during that time, and I'm not sure if those prices are still the same, I guess it would depend where you're at, but it would cost you $900 to charge your Tesla. I guess for just, uh, yeah, if you charged it one time. So go from $18 to 900. Mm, yeah. See, that's why they want us on all those electric vehicles because, see, they control the grid. And gas and oil and things like that allow you a certain level of freedom. You can store gas easier than you can really electricity. And it gives you, and then you can also go a lot farther on it, you know. And they don't like that. They want you to be totally controlled lock, stock, and barrel and them to have every amount of control over you. And that's why they want us to put us all on electric. And then they can just you know drive the prices up to infinity whenever they want to it's harder to do with gas because you go to the pump you see what the gas price is okay they did this all behind their backs They're, these people were thinking that i'm paying the same electric bill during this this uh snowstorm that they created by design on purpose through climate warfare and i'm going to prove that and they were all being stabbed in the back beyond belief 180 times paying 180 times more for their electric in some cases, for that time period. And then getting this stab you in the back bill 
on the other end of it when they were given no advance warning this was being done to you. All of this is criminal. Totally. 100%. But, I, you know, I guess it's okay. I don't see, I don't really see it being front page any news report or anything like that. Not, not mainstream, no. It's all good. It's all good. So the next report is the powers that be are determined to take Texas down. Soon after Texas politicians endorsed legislation to secede from the USA because of all the garbage Biden's doing, Texas got absolutely clobbered. Just less than two weeks ago, on February 5th, The Guardian published this story titled, Texas Republicans Endorse Legislation to Allow Vote on Secession from the United States. I don't blame them. Within which they reported the state's GOP chairman, Alan West, was just the latest Republican to come out in support of declaring Texas an independent nation. Now, only two weeks later, quote, coincidentally, the LA Times has put out this story titled, Amid Severe Weather and Power Crisis, Texas Legislators Stop Talking About Secession. While the Washington Post gloats in their headline, Texas seceded from the nation's power grid, now it's paying the price. Yeah, because, see, they had to be made an example of. With the Post story reporting, the state's unique electrical system worked well for decades, but it wasn't ready for the unexpected cold. Does anybody else find it quite odd that soon after Texas started talking about seceding from the U.S. with Joe Biden and radical uh, Democrats now firmly in charge, Texas has been hit by a series of absolutely debilitating storms and power grid outages? power grid outages as an amp reader who commented under this uh the get the username um guest pointed out in a excellent comment on this uh story regarding the abominable weather in texas he said quote i personally don't think this was mother nature but harp weather warfare well i think it's more than harp I think you got HARP, I think you got Nexrad Doppler radar, I think you have blast wave accelerators, I think you have chemtrails. There's a lot of ways they can manipulate the weather. I've got into the, all those things, and HARP is actually one of the older technologies. Now, I'm not saying HARP could, they got scalier, you know, you got all these 5G cell towers. I mean, who knows all the ways they can manipulate the weather now. But HARP is one of the oldest, but not saying it didn't play a factor. I just know there's a lot of other ways they can pull it off as well. Okay, so um, so we have to look within the story at that controversial theory considering just how quickly talk of secession was shut down following several massive storms and brutally cold weather that led to the deaths of at least 21 and led to power outages and moons. Our only hope is the Lord Jesus Christ. They just showed you how quickly they can shut down, you know, a state and probably the most one of the most powerful states one of the most independent states I, they have their own power grid and they they just showed you how quickly they can bring that state to their knees and i'm not saying god didn't let it happen i'm not saying that that you know i don't want to judge them i just don't i mean all all the all the nations i'm sure that could apply to all the states that could apply to as far as god could whatever but at the end of the day the lord jesus christ is our only hope Okay. Uh, while long and still called conspiracy theory by the mainstream media, as Steve, Steve Quayle warned in his book, Weather Wars and Unnatural Disasters, there's a link to that, 
it says uh, in the book, it says technology will be made available to the leaders of the major nations, techniques for conducting secret warfare, of which only a bare minimum of security forces need to be appraised. Techniques of weather modification could be employed to produce prolonged periods of drought or storm. Um, and that was the quote from the book. And also back on the June 29th of 2016, the Council on Foreign Relations published this story titled John Brennan on the transnational threats to national security within that report which former the former CIA head not only spake or spoke about weather modification programs but he also called he also also called geoengineering now let's look at this a little bit more i i what i did is i went back to my presentation on the avion flu from 2016 and this was a portion of it where i talked about weather warfare and weather warfare presentation since the 1970s including the u.s governments have openly admitted to being able to control the weather here it's straight from their own mouse and their own documents now th these are the actual slides from my presentation in the pdf for this date so senator claiborne pell u.s intelligence committee member commenting on a usa ussr treaty signed in 1978 said quote and there's a picture of claiborne, senator claiborne pell now that we can control the weather now remember this was 78 this is a senator commenting on a treaty we're going to talk about the treaty in a second this was just right out in the open okay now that we can control the weather create earthquakes and tidal waves and use it as a weapon of war we do not need a treaty so what treaty was this Senator Claiborne Pell in reference to? Well, it was called the Convention of the Prohibition of Military and or other hostile use of environmental modification techniques. <laughs> the government treaty is currently posted online at the U.S. Department of State website at, and I give you the link, the full link, state.gov link. The treaty was signed in Geneva, Switzerland on May 18, 1977 and entered into force October 5, 1978. Okay, so I'm trying to be as detail-oriented as possible to show you that this is the real deal. And they've been doing this. Okay, they've openly been admitting it, at least from what I could gather since the 70s. Okay, it's probably been going on way before then. Quoting from the first and second paragraphs of this treaty, we read, quote, the use of environmental modification techniques for hostile purposes does not play a major role in military planning at the present time. Now, that's like going to the fox and asking him, well, are you going to use any of this against anybody, even against your own citizens? Oh, of course, it doesn't play a major part in military planning at present time. That's okay, Satan. Thank you. I, I believe you, Satan. Sure. Okay. Which was present time was 1977 when this was written. Such techniques might be developed in the future, however, and would pose a threat of serious damage unless action was taken to prohibit their use. <laughs> this is all such garbage. Now, here we see a, one of the harp antenna rays that was just talked about. I, I posted a little picture in there if you want to see what the harp antenna rays look like, the ionosphere heater, heaters. Um, and then in 1972, the U.S. government renounced the use of climate modification techniques. For, and this is, this is going before that, okay? So in 72, the U.S. government renounced the use of climate modification techniques for hostile purposes, meaning it was so commonly known in 72, we're going to renounce it. Well, how long does this go back? The 50s? I mean, I, I don't know. Probably. 
both the U.S. Senate and the U.S. House of Representatives held hearings back in 72, no, beginning in 1972, and the Senate adopted a, re a resolution in 1973 calling for an international agreement prohibiting the use of any environmental or geophysical modification activity as a weapon of war. But again, that's like the fox guarding the hen house. I'm sure the fox would never, ever do anything bad. Then note the word where they use the word geophysical, okay, in what I just read, is defined as the physical processes and phenomena occurring, especially in the earth. This would include processes like earthquakes, volcanoes, and tidal waves. Now, they also said we can control the weather, okay? Um, in other words, the government has possessed the ability to manipulate both climate and geophysical earth patterns for many decades. Bill Schneblin did a presentation with the Prophecy Club called Russia's Secret Weapon to Defeat the United States, and that was where he got into a lot of this. Um, fortunately, Bill has become like a full, you know, rabbi now, and, you know, he's so far into the Hebrew Roots movement, you know, it's just... <laughs> he literally spoke the month before I spoke, when I, when I did the... 14 city tour he spoke the month before me i even remember he left his pillow in the uh in the because proxy club gives you this laptop that it's it, they it give the same laptop to the different speakers and he had left his pillow in there anyway his his uh pillow for uh the uh, plane rides and stuff anyway um so then we have the last slide is china lake weapons digest which I show you a picture from China Lake's China Lake weapons and um, um, China Lake was for many years a world leader in weather modification for drought relief. <laughs> this is unbelievable for drought relief, which was called Gromit. They, they had they had little pet names for each thing that they could do. China Lake is like a, a really advanced um, black ops type of, of place in, in the government. OK, they work, I believe, with the Navy. Because the link that I gave here, and probably doesn't work now, but it was a Navy.mil link. This came straight from the government when I'm reading you, in other words. Um, they openly admit, China Lake was for many years a world leader in weather modification for drought relief called Gromit. Okay, well then why can't we do that now? Why, why can't whenever we have a drought anywhere, why can't we create rain and water the crops? Oh, no, 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 we wouldn't want to do that. We want to create order out of chaos. We want to create the chaos. We want to create the droughts. We, we want to create the hurricanes. We want to create... You know the these snow snowmaged snowmageddon type storms on purpose by design in order to accomplish whatever satanic agenda that we we're not going to use it for good. I mean, unless it would benefit fit the satanic new world order in some way, shape, or form. Um. So they could do uh, drought relief. They could do hurricane abatement. Yeah, you heard that right. Abatement means they can make hurricanes go away. What was that called? Cyclops and Storm Fury. Yeah, they had this, this technology for decades and decades and decades. So every time we get a hurricane that comes in here and does all this damage, every single time we could have made that, unless it was just the hand of God causing it, we could have made that go away. No, most likely we created it with the next rat ultrasound Doppler radars with the NASA blast wave accelerators, with the scalar weaponry, with potentially things like HARP, and the chemtrails is one of the ways they steer things. I mean, th they use all those technologies to create hurricanes, to annihilate populaces or whatever they're trying to do. 
Now, I'm not saying God can't do it, but I'm saying that most likely from a satanic agenda, this is being done by them. Okay. And they've openly admitted they can control these things. They have a thing that can uh, make fog go away called foggy cloud and even rainfall enhancement for military purposes, which was called Project Popeye. And they were using that in Vietnam. So now you get back into the 60s. They could flood places out or they could water places. They've had all this for decades and decades. Yet you never see it in the news, do you? But here it right is, right off, right off a government navy.mil military website. You just gotta, you know, you just gotta dig for it a little bit. It didn't take me a lot of digging. Uh, let's go further. Survival preparedness. Uh, here's some survival preparedness tips. 15 hard lessons Mike Adam just learned from the Texageddon uh, blackouts and collapse of the critical infrastructure. The Texageddon blackouts, and this is Mike Adams of Natural News, the, the Texageddon blackouts and near collapse of, in, of all infrastructure, food, fuel, cell towers, power grid, water systems, emergency services, roads, etc., taught us all some very difficult lessons in survival. Well, in Texas, those people that were affected. We learned that the infrastructure is far more vulnerable than most people thought. And we saw with our own eyes that most people still refuse to prepare with extra food and water. Even after a year of COVID lockdowns that should have been a universal wake-up call. In today's Situation Podcast, I reveal, and I give you the link to it, but I'm not going to play it. I just don't have time. I reveal 15 lessons I learned the hard way, including learning which preps failed to function and how to do it better next time. I really do want to listen to this, though, this week sometime. The full podcast is embedded below. I give you a link. here, But here are the 15 items, the short list. Okay, I'm going to read those. One, survival is very physical. Expect to exert a lot of physical effort. Yeah, that's a huge one. Um, what I and now just to tell what I'm doing right now, I, I try. I have a goal every week because I'm I'm basically like just housebound because of <laughs> this the ministry and everything. And um, I, I don't get out. I don't go to the gym anymore. I'm not in. I'm not really lifting weights. I'm doing just pretty much all body weight exercises at this point and treadmill. And I'm trying to get in nine miles a week on the treadmill. Um, I'll do like three miles tomorrow, three miles on Wednesday, and three miles on Friday, typically. Or sometimes I break it up a little bit more, okay, depending on how I feel. And I know for a lot of people say, oh, that's nothing. Or, well, you know, I do 30. I don't, I'm just telling you, for, for me, that seems to work pretty well. It's keeping me in a semblance of shape. I'm doing it at a brisk walk pace and... Um, what I try to do is out of those nine miles, I try to do one mile walking with 10 pound heavy hands in each hand. Okay. Now you try that. You pump those bad boys, 10 pounders. And I'm talking with thick handles because <laughs> I do a lot with grip. Okay. Or I have in the past, not so much lately. And, um, thick handle, 10 pound. You say, oh, that's, you, you try pumping that like a hammer curl. Now I don't, I don't mean, I mean, at least bringing it up to a 90 degree angle before coming down and you're pumping that okay there is a concept called heavy hands and the reason i i knew about that is because when i was a kid i got a book and it was called i don't know heavy hands or whatever okay you might still be able to find it who knows and 
it was the concept of when you walked or particularly when you jogged, which I don't jog. I, I just walk at a brisk pace. Um, you know, generally start with like one pound weights, you know, and you're just kind of pumping your arms and it is, you don't think it's much. You try it, try it, <laughs> try walking at a brisk, brisk pace, even with one or two pound weights in each hand and you will feel the difference and you start going up and it took me a while um but i got up to 10 pounders and i'll tell you what that is a workout and a half to do just one mile at a brisk pace with 10 pound heavy hands for you know i probably i mean 2.9 on the treadmill 2.8 around there you do it without breaks and let me tell you it is not easy okay and I know a lot of people could smoke me in in um in like long distance stuff or or you know run a mile. But I tell you what, let me put two ten pound heavy weights, heavy hands in your hands with, and you don't got to do it with thick handles. But oh my word, is it go? It works on your grip too. I mean, it really works on your grip. You don't. It's just the weights I got, and they just happen to be thick handles. They're like covered in like I don't know, like a urethane type thing. And um, it makes it a lot harder because your grip starts to fry pretty quick. And I said, Taylor said, she, I said, Taylor, I'll pay you a, I don't like to bet, but I, I was going to pay her a, a, a lot if she could. I said, you can't do it, Taylor. There is no, she could run circles around me. She could annihilate me anything cardio wise. She, <laughs> I put those in her hands and she had about 15 seconds of it and she realized how hard, all I'm telling you is that if you want a, um, a, a way to, it, it, let's say you don't have a lot of time to exercise on a weekly basis and you do, let's say you do, you start out even a quarter of a mile with some heavy hands. Okay. And you know, take your heart rate and don't let your heart rate get above what, you know, like I probably don't want to get much above 150, you know. Um, I've had it where I've been to like 190 and, you know, I can, I seem to be able to handle it. That's not normal though. That's if I really, really gas myself. But, oh man, let me tell you, um, if you don't have a lot of time and you want to get a good workout, it's really good. And <laughs> I'll do... Out of those nine miles, I'll do one mile, um, typically in bare feet, okay? And let me tell you, if you haven't walked barefoot and you go to bare feet, one of the things you want to do is you want to make sure your feet are tough, okay? Because you never know what we might have to be called upon to do. And if you haven't walked in like the hiking boots you have or the shoes that you would have if you were in like a a um a grid down type scenario and all of a sudden you have you found yourself going from sedentary to having to walk a lot and your feet are nice and tender like the indians would call you tenderfoot well blisters could just annihilate you okay a lot of guys learn this in war to keep their feet dry and and you know to toughen up your feet and but it goes beyond that okay when you take your 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 shoes off and you walk barefoot even on a treadmill I mean, it's granted, it's even more so if you did it on like hard surface, but I don't want to cut my feet either. And it's, it's a lot harder on the feet and you will activate muscles in your ankles and in your, in the, your calves that you, 
you just don't activate. You will be sore. If you if you do any kind of distance barefooted and you're not used to doing it. And what you're doing is creating a lot of lower leg stability. Another thing I do, because my ankles have been a weak point for me for a long time, jumping jacks. It's one of the body weight exercises I do. I just do them to the point where I really start to feel it on the outside of my leg. I mean, from like the knee down into the ankle. You're, you're hitting both sides of the ankle, which helps to build stability, but you're also hitting that the outside of the calf. And I'm telling you, the last thing you want to do is get in these scenarios and not be used to hiking and not be used to any kind of physical activity and, and you know, turn your ankle or something. Another way you can strengthen ankles is, uh, well, walking barefoot is great. That's another way you're going to strengthen them. Jumping jacks is another way. Um, standing on, just standing on two feet and then just gently raising your one foot and just balancing on one leg. You're going to activate all those little intrinsic muscles in the ankles. Okay, just some things to think about here that I'm doing. I'm doing like body weight. Um, I'm just doing push-ups. Um, I'll do bench dips, like um, where I, I've got also a dip bar downstairs where I can, I can do regular dips. Anything to, to just like hit that um, chin holds. Um, now I know this isn't going to be practical for everybody. Okay, but just air squats. Are good jumping jacks there's things called mountain climbers you can do there's things called up downs and up downs are really you can really get your heart rate up and and it depends on how much you weigh too i mean somebody super light might be able to do a whole lot more but that is a tough exercise basically you go from a standing position down into a basically a push-up position do a full man's push-up if you're a woman you can do a woman's push-up and then you come back and kind of jump as you're coming up, it's called like an up down. I think it crossed it, they call them burpees, which I think is kind of an asinine name. But those things, let me tell you, you do a whole bunch of them, <laughs> that'll get your attention. That'll get you a really good whole body workout in a very minimal amount of time. You don't have to have any equipment at all. Most of what I just told you, other than the treadmill thing, but you can, if you can walk, it's just that I know there, there might come a day where we might not be able to walk outside. I don't know. You might be, you know, who knows? Now, granted, then if a grid goes down, you have an electric treadmill, you can't do that either. You know, you can run in place, but you can always like run in place. You can always do jumping jacks. You can always do air squats. You can always do up downs. You can always do pretty much push ups. If you have like two couches or a chair and a couch, you could do bench dips. Um, you know, chin bars or you can go to the, to the, um, store or, or, or wherever you can order them online. You can get those for the doors. Just make sure your door jam is really sturdy. Make sure it's not like, like weak. Cause you know, and by doing all those exercises, you're pretty much hitting almost every, every muscle in your body. You can do setups or you can do crunches. Um, I, I also have what they call a glute ham raise machine. I do hyperextensions on that. Sometimes I do glute hams. That's really good for hamstrings and lower back. These are some things that, like, if you have them, you can do a full body workout without weights. You know, it's just body weight stuff. So, point one. Oh, man, I talked a long time on that. Sorry. Survival is very physical. Expect to exert a lot of physical effort. Okay. Two, culture matters. Don't end up in a community without morals or ethics when it when it all hits the fan. 
Three, convergence of two black swan disasters. He spelled swan wrong here. Let me correct that. Okay. Uh, convergence of two black swan disasters can wipe out your best plans, even if you have successfully prepped for one standalone disaster. Uh, four, some of your preps will fail. It's difficult to consider all possible scenarios, so count on failure striking without warning. Five, you need layers of preparedness and fallback systems that are very low tech and require nothing more than the laws of physics, gravity, chemistry, etc. Um, also, before going further, I posted in my last newsletter what a listener, longtime listener named Patricia, what she posted regarding um, footwear and regarding staying dry and regarding bedding and the sleeping bag she uses actually to sleep in, even now, which is rated to below 25. It's something you might want to consider. I'm. I'll go ahead and copy and paste that. I'm going to pause this here. I'm going to copy and paste that part in this section where it's talking about the survival preparedness tips. Okay. I'll repost it in here just if you want to have access to it. Okay. So what I did is I just, I copied and pasted that off the newsletter and um, I, I entitled it listener comment on staying warm and dry regarding footwear and sleeping bags. Because these are things that, I mean, footwear is huge i just talked about the feet i talked about you know ways to strengthen them i talked about ways to toughen them up she's going to give you some more info on that and she's somebody that's having to walk a lot in a lot lower temperatures than i have to you know i'm pretty much in my house she's having to walk to work in 20 um you know really really cold weather and sometimes it's um rainy and um she's just got a lot better grasp on some of these things than i do because she's living it and when you have to live something like mike adams just had to live through this then that's when you really learn that's when you really understand the holes in your prep and that's why he's putting this out which i think is great uh now i'm gonna go ahead and keep going here uh yeah you need layers of preparedness and fallback systems that are very low tech and require nothing more than the laws of physics gravity chemistry etc i agree you know low tech is typically better no one is coming to help you in many situations no one can get to you even if they wanted to seven containers buckets barrels are extremely important um uh have lots of pre-stored water and fuel at all times uh, yes, Bitcoin and crypto. And remember, if you've got stored water and it's stored fuel, you're going to have to treat it if you don't drink it like within so many months. Or I mean, you're not going to drink gasoline unless you're really, really hardy. Some some people can maybe pull that off. They'd like to drink diesel and gasoline, maybe a little kerosene now and then just to kind of spice things up. Anyway, teasing. Um, but yeah, you're, you're going to need to treat like gasoline. Um there and there there are gas stabilizers out there that you can get and just kind of go by the directions there and with water i like to treat it with food grade hydrogen peroxide and um the way i rotate water i don't really need to get into putting silver into it but you could you could use silver in a pinch you could use iodine but now you're getting into things with the iodine in particular that's going to really affect the taste of the water 
I don't like to use chlorine unless you would absolutely have to. And, and if you had to use it, you have something to get the chlorine out when it's time to drink it like a really good, you know, filtration system, preferably gravity fed like a big Berkey or one of those pro pure, one of those, because what about if the power goes out and wow, I got no, no way to, um, um, I've got water, but I can't, it's not treated. And all I've got is a sink filter. Well, how are you going to get that water through the sink filter? Well, you're not. So you need a gravity-fed filter, like a ProPure or Black Berkey or one of those. And if you've got chlor or if you've got fluoride in the water, you want to have the optional fluoride filters for the Black Berkey. ProPure says they do it all, but I I feel a little bit safer with Black Berkeys when they have their their own separate um, fluoride filters in them, built into them. That's just me, though. I've got into this in previous studies. Just key in water purification at contendingfortruth.com. Anyway, um, let's see here. Bitcoin and crypto are completely are all completely valueless and useless during the collapse since they all rely on electricity. Gold and silver and cash work fine, on the other hand. Now, he just learned this firsthand. Now, we're going to talk more about Bitcoin and crypto coming up. Nine, you will likely experience injuries or mishaps due to new unusual demands on your work activities. Meaning you might get injured because you're you're in bodily positions exerting yourself in a way that you're not normally used to. So again, I, that's why I like I like the body weight stuff because you know you're you're just using your own body weight to do the work. And you can do a lot of different body weight type exercises and put yourself in a lot of positions that are strengthening muscles that you might not normally um, be using if you're just pumping a dumbbell in your hand or, you know what I mean? That type of thing. And none of that, you don't need specialized equipment. Uh, let's go further here. Um, resistance bands are good too. You can do a lot with those. Let's see here. Um, Practice safety and be prepared to deal with injuries yourself. 10. Have lots of spare parts for plumbing. Standard, standardize your pipe sizes and accessories. I have standardized on 1-inch PEX pipe and all of its fittings because PEX is so easy to cut, shape, and rework. Plus, it's far more resistant to bursting compared to PVC. And number 11. Invest in food is always a good investment. Now, we just talked about that. Uh, as, and Mike Adams was... One was the guy that put out an article on, on and I, I just gave you the link to it in this PDF that I highlighted in the teaching I did on this subject where he called out these food companies that are saying they're non-GMO and they are. Okay, like this My Patriot Supply being the biggest violator of that. So, um, I, I and I haven't seen Mike Adams on Alex Jones in a while and I'm, I wonder if that's the reason. You know, because one thing about um, Adams, I don't agree with everything he says, but he seems to have a very, um, like his product line, for the most part, is he really seems to emphasize whole foods and um, really, really super high quality stuff that, that he puts out, for the most part. And, um, yeah, just so, for what it's worth, anyway. Um, so he said, food, invest in food is always a good investment as prices will continue to climb. No one ever said during an emergency, gee, I wish I had less food here. Yeah, good point. But again, you have to do as the Lord leads. And, and obviously if, if you're not in a position where you can do a lot of this stuff, I mean, you know, God knows your position, you know, 
Um, you, if you're, if you're unsure as far as what to do, pray and fast. That's always the best advice I can, I can give you. 12, you can count, you can't count on any government or institution or infrastructure to solve anything. Usually they'll just get in the way. 13, I think this is a big one. You must have good lights and many backup batteries or you will not be sitting or you will be sitting in the dark. You need a good headlamp. The kind that you put on your head with the elastic band? Yeah, you do. Now he says, I use a PETZL Neo Plus. We gives the name here. And some good 18650 battery flashlights such as Nightcore. Now, um, I haven't I haven't I have a Nightcore charger. I haven't tried the batteries because they're so they're very expensive. Um, for one of these eight one eight six five zero batteries, you can pay up to twenty one. Well, you can pay more than that. It depends on which one you get. I give you a link to the nightcorestore.com. It's nightcore n i t e corestore.com, and they have the batteries. Uh, those really good one eight six five zero. Now I tried to find them on on just to just to search on Amazon. Not that I was going to buy them, but just to search. I could only find the flash, flashlights paired with the batteries, like them together. And even on eBay, I couldn't find them. So you have to kind of go to the store to get them at this point. Uh, I give you a link there to them if you want to look at those. Now, I'm not saying they're the only one you can get. They probably would be very, very good. And um, the one that I like was the one that a listener a long time ago, who I believe worked in the um, railroad industry, used. He told me about this one, and it's a zebra light. And they've got a lot of different ones, but it's a headlight. But the one I'm using right now, um, I give you the link to it. And I like the, it's called a floody neutral white headlamp. I like it because it's not a clear lens, and it's more of a floodlight lens. It's more of an opaque lens, and you would think, well, yeah, but that's going to cut down a lot on the on the vision. And it really doesn't. The light is amazing. It's excellent. The light's a little bit more diffuse and it's a lot less harsh. The thing is, is these are LED lights and they can be really, really bad for your eyes. So I like the one that I've got. Now, granted, it's not like it's shining into your eyes, but you could shine it into someone else's eyes. And I've done a whole section before on the LED, these LED super bright headlights that they put in these cars. Okay. And, you know, how bad that is for your eyes when you're seeing them oncoming. So I like the one the ones they have that are the um, the um, neutral white floodlights because they've got an opaque surface that's going to take away that really really harsh uh, bright light and it's a very very nice light to work with to work by and I use the eight one eight six five zero batteries now I'm now I've never tried the night cores um, I'm probably going to. Because the ones, you know, I can't say I'm really super wild about any of the ones I currently have. But they will last a lot longer than a regular battery. And you can have a charger to have like, you know, four charging at once and then just rotate the one out. Because it only takes one of them. Now, what I, the, the um, headlamp that he's got, this PET ZL Neo one, I don't like it. Because it's got the batteries in the back. And the headlamps up front, it's very, it's, I've got one like that, but it's very bulky. And personally, I like this zebra light because it's all in one. Literally, it's just 
the the big the big battery the eight the the one eight six five zero battery okay which I don't know it's like as I don't know it's depending on how long your your it's probably about the size like it's the size of my index finger it's about the size of my index finger okay to, for you to get and that is literally encased in the casing that the that the actual light is in it's all in one it's not heavy um the heavier something is trust me if you're trying to work with it it tends to start flopping around unless you got the elastic band on tight then then that can create headaches so i like the zebra light i really do and again i'm not getting i don't have any stock in zebra light i'm not whatever but it's very durable um my listener had worked with these in the railroad industry that you can get them wet. It's got a really a, an anodized um, shell, metal shell, and it's just simple. It's got three modes. It can go super bright, and then it goes to a mid-bright, and then it goes to a very low light level where you know that thing will last a long, long time. And a lot of times, if it's if it's late at night or whatever. You know, that's the mode I have. And like I said, I don't keep a lot of the lights on in the house a lot of the times. I just walk around with the, the headlamp, you know. Um, I just like it because it's always light on demand when I need it, where I need it. Okay. And then if it gets low, then I just swap out the battery. Uh, now, if here's something that you won't hear a lot. If you're cognizant about privacy, meaning if let's say we got into a grid down scenario and you didn't want to advertise that you know you were um you had lights on inside and you might make yourself a target if you do that especially at night well yeah you could put the the black trash bags over the over the windows i'm not saying that wouldn't be a good idea uh, but if you were in a position where you couldn't really conceal or if you were in a position where you just wanted to maintain low light and you didn't want to use up a lot of energy, they've also got the zebra light has these um, these photo red floodlights, meaning it's kind of a littler version. You, it only use a double A battery for it, but and they're not as expensive. But um, you can use that and you can still read. You can still do a lot of things with that red light, and it doesn't take near as much juice to power it. So that's another thing you might want to think about, you could think about. And I give you the link to the one I recommend. Not to say, they've got a whole bunch of choices there, but I like this one. And I believe it's the same one I've got. Uh, let's see here. So anyway, give you all the links to all that stuff. Then um, guns and bullets are not needed in some survival scenarios, so balance your prepping. But don't put all your money in ammo and fail to cover other important areas like emergency first aid. Yeah, I agree. Think about what are stores of energy. Things like wood, diesel, gasoline, propane, water elevation. Now, I'm not sure if water elevation would be a store of energy, but I, I, I kind of get what he's saying. Survival is a lot about energy management. Now, here's the full podcast. If you want to listen to the full podcast there and uh, have that at your, your disposal there. Okay, so right below this, I posted, reposted my listener comment on staying warm and dry regarding footwear and sleeping bags that's a whole other and again if you can't survival at contending i've done a lot of different prepping survival studies in the past that listen i think it's good to re, maybe re-listen to all of this listen to mike's part listen to mine because we're going to cover niches that the other other one's going to miss i i tend to get real heavy on also on like vitamin and whole food supplement preparedness uh 
like stocking up on those things, like the silver and on, on nutrients you know you're going to need that you might not get access to, like ever again, potentially. I mean, or if you did, you'd have to pay out the nose to get them. I can still, I still have access to pretty much my full line, believe it or not. And, and I mean, I can't get bone cofactors anymore, that one that I was selling for the bone, but I've switched over. I, I can really only recommend the silica that I have right now and the boron for, for my bone if you were trying to strengthen your bones, uh, those cases. Uh, I did get BioFTCS from Biotics back in, which was the one for gums. I've also got another one called Superflavonoids. I don't know which one's better for gums, really. I don't know, but that's the one for strengthening the gums and rebuilding the gums and bleeding gums and that type of stuff. So some of the one oh, and I also got the Pharmax Vitamin C Powder. Now, these are some of the ones that last year during this time, I was just sold out of so much stuff because when COVID was hitting and we really weren't 100% sure what we were dealing with, okay, uh, at the time. And so I had a lot of tons of orders and the Pharmax vitamin C powder and I'm going to just get one of those off the shelf this would be a good one as far as prepping goes because I'm a really big believer in vitamin C now granted it's not whole food organic but it's not ascorbic acid it's a vitamin C mag magnesium ascorbate and a magnesium ascorbate just a plain and with each scoop you get 800 milligrams of vitamin C, magnesium ascorbate. And there's no other fillers or anything. It's just a powder. There's no other garbage in it. And um, there's 250 servings per container. So that's like, if you just did one scoop a day, you'd have a 250 day supply. Okay. And the the price, and I'm I mean, meaning to say this, but there's so many things like on a weekly basis that I don't get to. Let me just check the price on this. It's not, I mean, man, for, for the money, it's by far, as far as any vitamin C supplements I've got, it's not on a food base and, and it's like, and all that other stuff. Like a lot of, most of my other vitamin C's are, but if you were on a budget and if you just wanted to have something for long-term, like, um, you know, it's almost like long-term food storage. It says it expires in 6 or 22, but I don't see what in here is going to go bad. There's nothing to really, you know, I think a lot of times they put these expiration dates on there purely for FDA purposes. I would imagine this would be good years after that. I mean, I can't guarantee it, but I mean, 622, come on. I don't, I don't believe that. If, if, it was, if it was a whole food product, I'd say, yeah, yeah, because that's the thing about whole food stuff. Whole food spoils, man. You you make real bread with the with the actual like um um uh, like the wheat germ in there and all the natural oils and all the natural B vitamins. It'll spoil in in short order because you know that's the way it was kind of designed. But if you put a ton of preservatives and you strip out all the B vitamins and you strip out all the oils, the bread might last for months. And that's the trade off, you know. So this is for a 8.8 .8 ounce of this it's 33 so um yeah so that's my best value and i did i did get it back in stock and i've got a good supply in right now and I, that was one of those ones i did not have okay so um just things to think about there um 
you know, I, I put out all my recommendations on the COVID-19, but it would, it would apply to any type of virus, any type of cold, you know, vitamin D3, iodine, selenium, calcium, vitamin C, I think is right up there as some of the most important, um, zinc, huge one for the viral viruses, these types of things. And this, the silver as a, you know, as like a secondary immune system, like you could use that in worst case scenarios where, okay, you've done all this other stuff and you're, and you're still battling it or you're still sick or maybe you haven't had access to the nutrients and uh, you, you get back to your home base and you're really, really sick. Well, yeah, you'd want to implement the silver along with the other things at that point. So anyway, um, all right, I'm getting way over on time here now. I got a little extra here. Biden, I'm just going to go forward here. Biden signs executive order for federal control over 30% of America's land and 30% of U.S. oceans. Yeah. Farmlands and private property are targeted as the U.S. has committed to tripling its so-called protected lands. It's just a gigantic land grab. Obama did something very similar. President Biden signed an executive order to, quote, protect 30% of U.S. land and 30% of U.S. oceans by the year 2030. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. What he means is totally steal the lands, probably pollute them, and make them uninhabitable, or make sure at bare minimum you don't go on there as a human being because they're trying to get us into that whole, you know, biodiversity and, and type of thing where, you know, you can you only have corridors that you can travel from one area. It's, it's a lot like a, um, the Hunger Games. The kind of scenario that that's what they want and um much of the land now is privately owned so the plan is to put an end to private property by any means necessary including confiscation confiscatory confiscatory taxation and regulation uh get through this real quick building a bitcom prison Former, and this is very important, I have been against Bitcoin whenever I've been asked about it, okay? And, and here's a gigantic reason why. Former Assistant Secretary of Housing and Investment Advisor Catherine Austin Fitz, who I played recently in, a, in, in an audio, says, you have to be careful and fully understand Bit, Bitcoin. Fitz explains, we do not know, we do know they want to go to an all-digital system with central bank cryptos, meaning the New World Order, meaning the guys that are in, you know, the satanic luciferians in charge they want to go to everything digital because there's no way out of that system guys if you if we go pure digital we go pure crypto how, how are you gonna you you want to sell something like you want to sell whatever to your buddy well, how do you do that or you want to transact business you you can't you've got to be in that system and that's a system of total control paper trails for everything that you're doing there's no privacy at all it is and it's the, it's going to be the essence of the mark of the beast because it's going to be in your right hand or your forehead and you won't be able to buy sell or trade without it so cryptos are what gets us there paper cash money do not coincide with the mark in your right hand or your forehead that you can't buy or sell with doesn't do that so um we know they want to go to an all digital system with central bank cryptos the easiest way to build the prison is to get freedom lovers everywhere to build the prison for you to me bitcoin has always been the prototype on the way to build the all dig digital crypto system that they would love to put into place you and when she says they they mean you know the bad guys 
You have 40 trillion in fiat currency that needs a place to go. If you're trying to buy up all the gold, silver, and farmland, which is, you know, Bill Gates is doing, and you know, um, particularly with the farmland, the last thing you need is competition from the retail market. They want to shift them into the crypto market and get them to build the crypto train tracks. It's a funny, it's a funny kind of way. In a, in a funny kind of way, it's brilliant. There's talk by big banks that Bitcoin could go to three hundred thousand dollars per unit by the end of the year. Fitz thinks this is absolutely possible. This is pure politics. This has nothing to do with economics. How much will the central bankers who who can print as much money as they want spend to get you into this platform? Meaning making it looking so enticing. So, oh, it's gonna go to 300,000. Oh, you gotta get into it. Oh, you gotta do you gotta put all your money into it. Okay, well, that's what they want you to do. Your guess is as good as mine. The sky's the limit as to how much they can spend, because they can print money out of thin air. If you are going to invest into cryptos and build our prison for us, what you need to know is this thing could go to $300,000, but it could also go to zero very quickly. This is a highly speculative market, and you need to approach it accordingly. Fitz warns of a dark future if the central bankers get everything they want. She says that when they decide to shut down our bank accounts and say, you all get on crypto, universal basic income and take the injection or you can't transact on the financial system and see i i believe that 100 i think this whole thing that we talked about from that canadian document that has been proven to be true universal ubi universal income you take all the shots um you're you're gonna everything's gonna be digital okay they're gonna shut down your bank accounts and it's all gonna be digital it's all gonna be crypto that's part of it and you better take that injection if you want to keep getting your, your crypto in your bank account every every week or whatever so you can live, pay your bills. Um, if you don't do all that, you can't transact on the financial system. This is instituting a totalitarian system through the financial system. When they shut that trap door, what you need to think about is where are you going to buy food? In closing, Fitz said, we are never Neverland. We have two groups in our society, one group that can print money and the other one who can earn money. What we saw last year is people who could print money declared war on the, one, on the ones that can earn money, especially the middle class. They basically said, we're going to shut your business, um, businesses and we're going to suck it and we are going to suck up and take your market share or buy you out with money we print out of thin air, which is what they're doing. We have no pandemic. This, what this is, is an economic war. Now, you can listen to her whole interview at the link I give you. But a lot of times, this is what I gotta do. I, I just have to cherry pick and give you like the, the really the, the essence of the report. And then if you wanna go further, then you can go and, and you know explore that further. So I give you the link there and we're out of time. God bless you and we will see you in part three.